Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am excited for you to be here today and hear from my guest with me today, Warren Colwell, my husband. Welcome, Warren. Oh, thanks, my love. It's so great to be with you. This will be a fun time for us. <laughs> yeah, this is a little different. Um, I'm excited for us just to chat about just some observations and just encouragement that we've experienced the last over the last few months with a few team workshops that we've done together. and. Well, tell a little bit about you, who you are, where you live, and what you do. <laughs> <laughs> who I am. I'm your beautiful, incredible husband. Love you a lot. You love me a lot. We live in Austin. And uh, I disciple men, lead Bible studies, and love you. Take care of my grandkids and love my daughters. Oh, <laughs> that's really fun. Well, we um, have been married of 42 years. And if you haven't listened, we did a fun little podcast when we had our 40th anniversary um, I can put the link in the show notes, but we talked a little bit about what we've learned about our own strengths together as a couple. But today I am excited just to just to unpack a little bit, just the experience of just what it means to be on a team, to work together. And I know with um, the opportunity I get with Core Clarity to sit down with people and help them understand their top five Clifton strengths. But, you know, when I talk with people, I, I really am amazed to think of this different amount of teams that we both have been a part of in our over 40 years of ministry. And, you know, we've been on a team for a year, it changes, somebody comes, somebody goes the next year, we're on a summer team. But I think I counted over 50 different teams. Can you believe that? That is amazing. I mean, I, I, I can't think of all the 50. Uh, but it is. I mean, a couple of times a year, we're on different teams, even makes it really difficult to try to acclimate to who's there, who's, you know, how things have changed. I'm not changing, but they have. So it really <laughs> yeah. makes it hard sometimes. Well, I think that even as I get this opportunity, like I said, to meet with some staff teams or church teams or even offices, it's so insightful to really help sit down with people and help them understand a little bit about who they are and what they bring to the table and what the other people on the team are like. But I'd love, even before we talk about our observations from some teams that we've met with. What are some of your highlights of different teams we've been a part of, or maybe something that went really great or something that was kind of challenging? Well, you know, after 40 years uh, and about 50 teams, like you said, and my memory doesn't catch and remember them all. I don't remember any horrible, bad team that really fell apart. Uh, most of the teams were worked well together. I think if we'd have known what each other's strengths were and what they weren't, we surely would have worked a lot better. Um, and we had some, you know, had some tensions on some teams because I'm more analytical, think through things. Other people are more feelers and do more of the feelings. And I'm trying to figure out how do we do this job? And most people try to figure out how do we relate to these people? And sometimes, you know, I overpower them with my thinking and people don't know how to take me. And so there's been tension over the years 
but I, I really can't remember of any kind of major uh, issues on any of the teams. I think the people we work with are all cons- trying to do the same thing, make an impact for the kingdom, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, and trying to work as well as we can as a team. So, but I, if 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 we knew, if I knew then what I knew now about what you know, what you've taught me, and I've watched you interview people and talk to people. I think we'd have done a lot better as a team had we know some of these things. Yeah, I know it's it is kind of really mind-boggling to think of even, you know, we were in our 20s when we got married and we jumped in, we were on a team in Dallas and I didn't really know much about myself. I mean, I knew you were starting seminary and you were excited about that, but you loved meeting with students and so we kind of a lot of times we naturally kind of gravitate to the things that we're good at, but I, as, as you've listened, if you've listened to any episodes, I just love getting to sit down with someone and talk with them about, okay, what are your top five Clifton strengths? If, if you take in this assessment and in the last um, few months, we met with a few different teams that are having their back to school retreats. And I would love us to, to share a little bit about what we've observed. It was fun for you to be part of that. And I don't know, it was just, it's always invigorating to me to, to meet teams and to see them kind of have some light bulb, light bulbs go off as they understand more what their strengths are and what their teammates are. But what are, what are some things that you observed? Well, I know too, that you, you really get excited when you see people get each other and how they can work together and you help them work together but the three, you know, my observation just as a, at, at a 30,000 foot level, one of the things I noticed was um, that women and men are very different. No matter if their strengths are the same, they're still very different. It seems like women are more feeling out relationships, how things are going to feel, relationships where men are kind of asking, how's this thing going to work? And so they're not as intensely interested in some of the things, Barbara, that you're bringing to the table, which they really should be or need to be. Because they're not really thinking about how am I going to relate to this team, but their question is how am I going to work on this team? And a lot of the women are feeling how am I going to relate on this team? And so I think what you're doing, you're kind of stirring the pot and making them aware. You need to be thinking about how you're relating to one another. And I think, you know, like you said, 40 something years ago, if we would have thought about that when we were starting to work with teams, I think we would have accomplished a lot more because we were trying to figure out how do I relate to these people when we weren't even thinking about how do I relate to it? You know, we were doing it, but weren't figuring out how to make it work. So you're offering, you know, kind of getting people started to think about that so they can have good relationships on the team. Second thing I've observed just watching this is that um, it seems like the women, when they're listening to what you're saying, they are really tracking with what you're talking about. They get their ideas, they get their strengths. And the guys sometimes sitting there going, I'm not sure I get this <laughs> because they just don't get it. And so I, I think the men need to pay a little bit extra attention to what you're talking about, because I don't think they naturally are feeling or thinking, how do I relate to this person? They're thinking about how do I do this job? So that's what I just observed from, you know, from, a, from a distance. I haven't been involved in each one of your training times, but just sitting back, listening to people talk. I see, you know, a lot of time the women, the lights go on, their eyes get big and they talk a lot and talk fast because they're really getting it. And the guys are sitting there going, okay, how do I make this transit? How do I get this? How do I understand this? And what do I do with that? So I wonder if, you know, maybe as, as you know, we can do a better job of how to help these guys figure out 
how do I use these great things get that you're telling people? Yeah, that's so good. I hadn't I hadn't really thought of it that way. That's such a a great observation and and I know like even in particular one of the workshops as part of the time like people will be paired up with others that have strengths that are similar to theirs and it's really fun to just eavesdrop on the conversation and I just remember hearing from this one side of the room um people being like oh yeah me too and especially they were ones that had more that were some of the reflective talents of like um, intellection or strategic or futuristic. And, and it was, it seemed really comforting to, for them to have that kind of conversation with someone that was similar to them. Mm -hmm. And that was really fun for me to, to notice. I think back to, I want to kind of continue what I was saying, I mean, back to what I was saying a minute ago about relationships and how women seem to kind of think in that world. I remember Tim Downs, I don't know, when I first heard him speak, said, talked about life. He's put it this way. Life is made up of relationships, relationship with yourself, relationship to your God, and relationship with those around you. And the quality of those three relationships will determine your quality of life. And I've kept that with me for 40-something years. And I remember uh, reading this book by Kurt Thompson, and it's a, another great quote. He says, everyone comes into the world looking for someone, looking for them. Mm. And I just think about, okay, you know, Barbara's got these different strengths, talents, gifts, whatever. I've got different strengths and talents. And in reality, I really am looking for someone who wants to know me and can get to know me. And, you know, I think the things that you do as Strength Finders, you help people identify, this is what I'm made like. This is the way I'm created. This is what my strengths are. This is what I tend towards. And you can help people introduce others to who they are and kind of begin that relationship building time. And that when people are thrust onto teams like it seem, we seem to see a lot with, with crew, is they may not be there, but just a year or maybe two, sometimes three. And so they got to learn quickly, how do I relate to this person? And when you kind of come alongside, say, okay, this person has these kind of strengths, more reflective strengths. This person has more empathy. Well, you, you got you to gotta understand that, know how do these people work together. And that's what I think you bring to the table to these teams is so valuable. As they begin to understand each other, they hear what each other's strengths are, but it also understands I'm not like that person. So they're able to deal more uh, when they have conflict maybe, or when they just kind of are rubbed the wrong way They go, well, that's because that person is thinking analytically. And I don't think analytically. I have more the uh, the sensitivity kind of like between you and me. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about ourselves here. <laughs> um, yeah. that That's really good. And I, I think of one of the um, workshops in particular, one of, at the end of the time, we people have a lot of observations or things that they share, and especially even as they have talked about what their top five talents, what they look like together, and kind of even having a little mission statement of what that is. And But I remember one person in particular that was like, oh, I'm not sure I still really like what my strengths are. And I, I hear that a lot. And I think that not a lot, but sometimes, but I think we all want to know is who I am. Does it matter? Does it matter on this team? Does it matter that I think take a little more time to think and to process things? Or 
maybe I'm one that doesn't think as much and I don't maybe think as critically about something, but I think kind of having a platform of a space for people to see that and to hear from each other, but kind of back to what you said, if, if we had known even more, you know, 40 years ago, like, okay, this is who I am. And this is what I do bring to the table for this team, for whatever we're doing for this year, um, that I have value and that what I can do does really matter. And as I, as I sat with one team, as they each kind of shared their little statement about that, it really, it gave me goosebumps, really tears. It came to my eyes because I thought, wow, just to have a little bit of clarity like that at age 20 something would be such a gift. And to be able to, to start to continue to build on that for the rest of their life. It's like, okay, these are the kind of things that, that give me life, that give me energy, that, that bring value to my team that have impact on others for, for God's glory. It's great. And, and I think it seems like this generation coming through are, are asking that question, who am I? Why am I here? Does it matter that I'm here? And I think that's what you're able to provide. This is, this is the way God has made you. There are certain strengths you have. There are certain strengths you don't have. And be aware of that and be okay with that. Just live your life the way you've been made. And some of that, you know, you'll be spending the rest of your life like you and I are (laughs) trying to figure that out. So how do I maximize the way I've been made in order to make a kingdom impact for God in this world, to to make this world a better world, to contribute to the world, and and in a sense, the world to be thankful that I was here Mm. and I showed up. And a lot of people, if you don't know what your strengths are, you're still fig- you know, you're just kind of figuring around, you're walking around trying to figure out how do I contribute. And that's where I think the strength finders helps go. This is this seems to be how you've been made, whether it be something in your family or your heritage or in your DNA. We just kind of are that way. And so live that out, live that to the fullest so you can make a kingdom impact and do the best good in the world that you can. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, being your wife, I have loved over the years just seeing just the impact that you've had as you've, you know, studied God's word. You have a heart for his word, for people to know what God's plan is for their life. And I love seeing the joy that you have when you've been able to teach God's word. But even, I mean, almost anytime I see somebody, maybe we haven't seen in a while, but they're always like, oh, Warren, remember when he taught Romans or when he taught this little principle. And I don't know, it's just encouraging to see that your strengths and your gifts and abilities have been used. And, you know, none of us will really know all what that really means, but it's fun to hear a little, little feedback of like, yeah, who you are has mattered and it continues to matter. Well, thanks. Yeah. And it's fun to, to <laughs> You're welcome. And, and it's fun to watch your life, you know, especially since you've been doing uh, strength finders, it's really given you a thrill because uh, your strength is empathy. Very empathetic. <laughs> very, very, very empathetic. Well, and you and- feel or feeling what people are feeling. And you want people to feel like they matter and that they're here and that they really do contribute to our world. And uh, that's what, you know, uh, you've been. How many podcasts now? 112. This is 113. Well, and that's what you're about. You want to see people thrive. You want to see people to know that they are cared for and that they matter and that 
if they'll show up, they can really make a difference in our world. And so I appreciate your heart. Well, thank you. Well, it's, it's a joy for me. And um, I think even to just the maximizer of wanting everyone to know to go from good to great to excellent. And so it's just a fun tool and opportunity to come alongside anybody on a plane or wherever I go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tend to Anywhere. say, Oh, do you know about Clifton strengths? But um, thanks for processing this with me. And again, it's, it's so fun just to, to meet different people and especially see a team have some insight about each other because you know, how we, how we operate and live with each other really matters. And so I love that. And if, um, as you're listening, if you're on a team or even in a family or office, I would love to come alongside you and help the people you're around and working with or living with to understand each other more. And um, you can email me at Barbara G. Colwell at gmail.com. And it'd be fun to, to connect about that. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you. And I hope you continue to help people thrive in this world. We live in a world that's got a lot of confusion right now. So you can help sure help a lot of folks kind of crystallize why they're here, why they matter, and the impact that they should have on this world. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.